Hello and welcome to another episode of Film Freaks with a Z, the podcast all about movies, movies, movies with a Z. Because, um, well, I guess we're not too edgy anymore, but we're still edgy at heart, I think. This is the podcast about movies, of course. We talk about one movie each episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Gaia Legend, who was a part of our fan vote. Of course, I'll introduce the movie uh, a little bit later, but first, let's introduce ourselves. I am Yemi the Ferret, a.k.a. Yemi. Who am I here with? Hello, it is me, Greedy Waffle, a.k.a. Nick. Daymation. And Coco Gamer. How is everyone doing today? Hope you all brought your uh, your mittens for the fire. Ah, yes. Mm. Pretty good, pretty good. Not bad. What fire? <laughs> the fire that's, that's burning in uh, the passion in our souls. Yeah. For, oh, okay. For I movies. thought maybe it was from the hot mic. Well, it's, oh, all, yeah. it's also from yeah, the, the mic's hot mic, on too. fire. Yeah, for one. <laughs> so, guys, uh, we got a movie recommended to us by a listener of the podcast. Uh, the movie was called The Thing from 1982. It was directed by, of course, John Carpenter. Now, this was his second movie, right? Because Evil Dead was his first. Can someone confirm he, that for me? Well, he didn't do Evil Dead at all. He didn't do Evil Dead? He did. Oh, no. maybe he... Uh... Oh, I'm... <laughs> I'm getting confused with someone else. Um, he did... Um... Carpenter. He did the uh, Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. Not not Evil Dead. He did Halloween. That's what I'm getting confused with. Halloween. No, yes, he but did Halloween. That's this, right. this actually is his third movie. So, um, misinformation there spewing out of my ass. Anyways, <laughs> what is this movie about? In remote Antarctica, a group of American research scientists are disturbed at their base camp by a helicopter shooting at a sled dog. When they take in the dog, it brutally attacks both human beings and canines in the camp, and they discover that the beast can assume the shape of its victims. A resourceful helicopter pilot and, a, and the camp doctor lead the camp crew in a desperate, gory battle against the vicious creature before it picks them all off one by one. Some of the main actors, and act, well, actually there's no actresses in this one, just actors in this one, are Kurt Russell, Wilford Brimley, T.K. Carter, David Clennon, Keith David, Richard Dysart, Charles Hallahan, Peter Maloney, Richard Mauser, and Daniel, I'm sorry, Don, Donald Moffat, to name a few. Of course, there's more people. Um, so, uh, the place that I wanted to start off with this one, of course, was the the special effects and CG work in the in this movie. There was no CG... There was a little bit, actually. Was there? Yes, sir. I thought it was all practical. Uh, there are mouths that come out of... Uh, there, there was, there was like... Yeah, because for some sections, there was, like, uh, that mouth that kind of came out like a snake. That was definitely CG work. No, there was... That was, like, I think, claymation. Look it up. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. I was like, pretty sure there was no CG. Because CGI well, didn't exist in 1982. Well, as you guys look that up, I feel like that synopsis actually kind of like spoils that whole movie. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If I would have read that movie in the beginning, like before watching the movie, 
I would have been like, oh, the dog is the alien, you know, like, I wouldn't have felt as bad as I did, because I was like, when I originally watched the movie, I was like, oh, no, don't shoot at the dog, the dog's in it, so why do you think shooting at the dog? You're- no, that... <laughs> It could first, be first. I thought I thought they were trying to trank the dog. I thought it was just an escape dog, and they were. I I didn't realize they were part of a different expedition or whatever. But yeah, I was like, no, no, one puppy, one, don't go, don't, don't yeah, get shot. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I, I can read that synopsis. Was it probably a little too revealing? <laughs> Could just say it's like what happens next. Who knows? Or something like that. <laughs> Or some mysterious foe appears. Or, I don't know. I don't yeah. like that. Well, maybe <laughs> how the person... I mean, the that website wrote this was because they... Yeah. I mean, it's it's how many years old? Like. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's pretty, pretty old. So even if they wrote, if wrote... Someone saw the synopsis, they'd probably forget about it anyway. <laughs> pretty old? The movie's not that old. It's only three years older than me. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're old. You're old. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. well, Tay, I have sad news for you. Um, I'm not old. You guys are just young. It's twenty. That, the movie's almost uh, two, right? Two decades old, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, yes. It is. So it's not yeah. Not that old. Well, t- I mean, technically, compared to 2020, it's um a, a now it's called a classic. Yes, there you go. I'm yeah. classic. You guys are just newbies. It's aged like fine wine. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, going back to the CG, which yeah. didn't exist, <laughs> there were stuff in there that I thought was CG because it was so well done, I guess. Yeah. It, well, it, like I said, it was, yeah, practical effects and CG, or not CG, and claymation. <laughs> I did say CG, but I meant claymation. It's the Minecraft from last from last episode <laughs> instead of Minecart. <laughs> Uh, but I, for nineteen the nineteen eighties, um, the practical effects were were pretty good. I I think that there were just a few things that I could nitpick, like the dogs, like when the do- one of the dogs was like tangled up in the tentacles and it was shot by and had a squib on it. It looked fake as hell, it looked like a you know a, a puppet dog being shot. Yeah. But everything else I think was really really well done. I mean, like I said, mm-hmm. you could you can nitpick it if you want to, but yeah. I think I think it 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 moves. It it, it it's not like. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> it's it's not so important that it that it or it's not like so obvious that it ruins the movie for me, right? It's mm-hmm. it's nothing that's like so um terrible. It's 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 still actually pretty good CG. I'm not CG. Uh it's still pretty good <laughs> special effects. Mm-hmm. Um compared to like 2011's the thing movie, which I didn't watch it recently, but I I did watch it a while back, but I still remember like the the 2011 CGI work on it was actually worse than the practical effects that were used in the 1982 the thing that we're talking about right now. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt like it was the right tone for the year the movie came out in '82. I mean, I what do you I mean don't by know. Tone? I didn't go like um like I didn't expect you know CG to come in and be like you know all take over the movie. I mean, what I mean by that is like everything felt like robotic like everything everything was like puppet work almost like when the monster every time the monster came out i mean but that's how i was expecting the movie so maybe it's just the the way i was heading into it maybe the way i was expecting it i mean i didn't i mean you saying cg was in there i'm like no i didn't i don't recall a part where it stood out to me i'm like oh my god that is so much cgi or you know cg 
but like you said, you know, you could tell when there was puppet moments mm-hmm. in that whatnot. But I don't know. I mean, I thought for the year the movie came out, it was that, you know, that era of movies to come out. You know what I mean? Kind of. <laughs> kind of? Mm-hmm. No? <laughs> like, uh, no? Yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> I'm not getting what you're saying. I, I mean, like I said, I do I do think that this, the special effects work is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's actually probably better than most of the things you would see in the eighties. Um, there's, it's, yeah. there's so much detail put on everything, uh, including like the, the head that came off the one dude who, who was, um, who, who ate the doctor's hands off. Like, yeah, you could tell it was a puppet obviously, but it was still like so detailed and so well done that I bet back in the eighties that, that was mind blowing, especially early eighties. Like that was yeah, probably exactly. like, you know, people getting out of their seats screaming, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that oh, I would. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, anybody I, that owns a husky right now, I mean, if yeah. I own a husky, I'll be like, "What are you doing? <laughs> you just think? <laughs> Answer me." <laughs> well, just just think if if this movie was made by like let's say Disney or something like that, I bet I bet that dog would have been CG. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like there, so, there's so there's find... such a heavy reliance on CG nowadays, and it's like oh, the, yeah. the dog, like you can actually train dogs to do things. You know, it's not <laughs> like they won't do it. Harrison, yeah, so Ford. I did find the information. Um, so the first full, like first CGI human character was actually uh, used in 1981 in the film called The Looker. Now, there's only three films in 1982 that use CGI though. The work Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan and Tron. Oh yeah, well yeah, I can uh, Tron. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was CG around; it just wasn't used in this movie. But like I said, there's yeah. a, there was a few scenes where it kind of looked like it was, C- but like it probably was that yeah. play work that you were talking about, take because mm-hmm. it did. The look- only time I could see like a CG moment coming in is when like the you saw the monster's tentacles to go like towards uh I'm gonna say Blair. Or the first guy to go where he got uh where the guy was under laying on the table, he was under the bag and he was like mm-hmm. looking out a window or something. I don't know, I don't know. And then you saw his little tentacle come out of the you know, the uh the bag and then mm-hmm. he it goes towards him. Like but then again, that could be, you know, claymation. I don't know. Yeah. Like probably could, maybe they didn't have the budget for it because probably CG was expensive during that time too. Well, yeah. Also, it's it's probably more practical to use practical effects. For yeah. What, for he, for what he envisioned. For what the film we had to doing, yeah. There yeah. be. Um, I'm trying to look up the budget for it because I know it was a smaller budget. Yeah, for it was a small uh, budget movie. Yeah, they did good work. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. uh, I, uh, the film's budget was uh, 15 million, so I guess it wasn't like so uh, small that. They couldn't work yeah. with that, but you you understand. I mean, you can see where the money went, though. You know, mm-hmm. like exactly. <laughs> there are so many different like puppetry and stuff like that. They that they had to design for this movie. Like not like they had to probably read. Like they had to like literally like you know make like three different suits for the for the one guy because uh, you know mm-hmm. there was so much going on with him in general. Okay, so I do want to correct myself because I don't want people to come back, come at me or anything. Um, so those three films from 82 that I know, they might be the only films. Those are the three noteworthy films using CGI in 82. So there might have been some other like minor ones that use some basic CGI. I don't know. 
Now I'm going to get 40 of comments like, no, there's this yeah. movie in it. This movie? Exactly. Yeah, I, don't, I don't want them coming at me. <laughs> Good there or might bad, have been I'd accept movies. 40 comments. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Come at me, Ben. Sure. Yeah, Let's go, do this. Go at him. <laughs> Let's fight. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think that, like, I, I, it's hard for me to believe that, like, especially at this time, that there would be a lot of indie movies or, or lower budget yeah. movies using yeah. CG. Because mm-hmm. even... Man, like it's a new technology. It probably takes people days, months to work on yeah. the movies that they did work on during this time. Like that probably would have been that would probably raised it by at least ten million more. Yeah. yeah. Well, how long do you think it took to train that dog to run across Antarctica? You know, chase like running away from a helicopter. Not very <laughs> like, long. Just... Yeah, it probably wouldn't really? take too long. I mean, dogs are smart. Uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. You... Uh, Two weeks, maybe something like that. Yeah. To get like perfectly lined up or something. No, no, Nick, I think I think you're discrediting dog actors in general. Yeah. Uh, you can train them to do a lot more than you can do like a cat or something like that. You know. Oh yeah. Which oh, is, now you're discrediting cats. cats. <laughs> no, cats no, it's actually it. it's actually but fact. Dogs, it's yeah, actually dogs do <laughs> do more than cats. Cats yeah. can be trained, but dogs are special are easier to train. And um, like my wife knows all about this, like the cognitive stuff. Um, but I think yeah. Like, they pretty much, dogs have the mental capacity of, like, a, a three-year-old or a two-year-old, something like that. And cats are just slightly below that. Mm. Right. But, but the thing <laughs> is, like, you can actually coax a dog to do something. Whereas a cat, it's mm-hmm. like... There, there's, <laughs> a, there's a lot of movies that actually started off trying to use a cat actor or, you know, whatever. And they mm-hmm. switched over to a CGI cat because they couldn't get the cat to do what they want. You don't hear that a lot with dogs. Dogs are very trainable. They'll do what you want to do. And if you have a well-trained dog, you're golden. You know, having a dog run across the Antarctic took takes like a day, you know, just to just get yeah. the shot and move on, you know. So I think, I think well, Nick, you're really discrediting dog actors. <laughs> I'm going to stand up for them. <laughs> yeah, I'll say they probably didn't do any training for that dog. All the training happened before this, probably, and they were probably in other movies before this one. Yeah, probably. But um, yeah. I think it does. It does take a lot of work to train a dog, of course. But I think if you have the right mindset and you have the right tools, I think it's you know you, you can you can do anything. And obviously, uh-huh. like Tay said, this dog was probably trained before this. This is why they hired on the the dog and the person who trained him. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we. We trained for a while. Um, we were training a service dog. Um, we don't have any more. It, it, it passed and now actually is a service dog for somebody um, in Colorado. But it was interesting to see that and like how easy, like how quickly they pick shit up. And they're, they're just, they're very smart. <laughs> but I think this is all beyond the, like, besides the point. I don't know if we need to talk about dog actors. Yeah, I feel like the dog was <laughs> like. Like the dog was going. a big part of the movie for about like ten or fifteen minutes in, but after that, yeah. it, you know, once it transformed, mm. it uh, you know all the dogs are pretty much gone after that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the movie says it only took twelve weeks to uh, film, so I yeah. Well, I, I mean, so. you have one location, you know. Um, yeah. It takes a few days, obviously, and retakes and stuff like that. Uh, of course, there was the other um, station too, but they barely went back and forth between the two and. And they, mm-hmm. they probably filmed like all of the state, the second station stuff in like one go because, you know, it was the same actors and the same location and the same stuff, you know. Yeah, um, exactly. So um, they, well, they, I think they really used the. Uh, sorry, Tay. They they really used the oh, space well and they really used the set well because the. Mm-hmm. I bet that location is about half the size that they made it look or feel in the movie. 
Yeah. Which is, you know, pretty cool. Well, I bet you most of the in the like indoor stuff was not was a set. It was probably not anywhere outdoors or anything. Hell, the outdoor stuff might have been out in a set. Who knows? Yeah. I don't. I don't. We could probably look it up. I don't know if that was actually shot in Antarctica. I was thinking when I first saw, it, I was like, they're like Antarctica, like or maybe Montana. <laughs> that might be a little easier to film than <laughs> Antarctica. Yeah, they probably filmed it somewhere other than Antarctica because Antarctica, like they said, like it, it goes down to like forty below. You know. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's probably way harder to get like everything shipped out there too, and power and generators mm-hmm. and stuff. Because I mean, Antarctica even at that time was you know. T- unbearable you know like i don't i don't think they really that were doing much with antarctica until more recently because of just how brutal it is out there exactly um what'd you guys think of the um shots out like how they move the what word am i working for here um the camera shots of the scenes would you the cinematography Yes, yeah, cinematography. Thank you, because uh, I thought it was actually pretty well done. Surprisingly. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I think that the this movie is incredibly well shot. Uh, it, yeah. it doesn't. There's not st- so many cuts that you're getting annoyed by them, like Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, but it, it was it was it was very good camera shots. I, I'll agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean there's a reason. There's a reason this movie is a classic. It was filmed well. The, the effects hold up. I mean, yeah, they're a little janky, but by today's standards, I guess, but it's a good story. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it holds up. It's a good movie, and I found out it was filmed in Alaska and British Columbia, wow. and then on and sets and in Los Angeles. Still, I mean, well, okay, so yeah. Alaska is still pretty brutal, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's, I mean, it's it's I, don't, I can't pronounce Juneau or whatever Alaska, oh, okay. which is southern Alaska, yeah. so which is still bad. But yeah, it's it's better. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's not Antarctica cold or the Arctic cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought that this movie was really well written. Like it it, it started <laughs> off with, you know, you kind of you know go right into the action. Um, it, <clears> doesn't, <throat> it doesn't waste time establishing every person's personalities and character traits. Um, it doesn't take long to establish the the threat, and it doesn't take long to establish. You know the the tension, the tone yes. of the movie. It goes. It just it from pretty much from the get go. It's like whoosh. You know, goes. You know, yeah. everything kind of starts happening, and and that's what I really liked about the movie because I wasn't like bored at any parts. Like I was, I was invested in the movie. I could feel the tension. You know, you had a little anxiety while while trying to figure out who was um who was you know who was really the the monster or not. And there's just so many scenes that are well written because mm-hmm. it's like it really encapsulates how. As people probably would really feel, you know, especially while um, he's testing the blood with the with the hot wire. Oh yeah, like that was I probably one of the scene. most intense scenes, and um, it actually got me with the the scare too. Um, yeah, it got me too. I, I, I knew everything was so subtle. You know, everyone was so calm because they thought that the one guy, I think Greg was his name, was the was the monster, and then all of a sudden it was like, and like made a lot. Well, of they they thought the two dead guys were no. They at, thought that the uh, ready. Nope, they thought that the guy who uh, was originally leading the the campsite was was the guy because he was the only well, one no, they with also, access they to also the blood. They also thought Clark. They also thought Clark was because he spent so much time with the dog. Yeah, right. But he got shot in the the forehead. So yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, wow. he had that coming to him. He tried to punch the guy with a gun, and it wasn't really going to work out. For well, him. he had a scalpel well, I still in think his hand. The guy at the yeah. uh, the leader is still 
the monster, but we'll get the, to that at the end. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll mention can, that. We can discuss the, the end. you know, our ending <laughs> theories, of course. But um, yeah, it was like I said, it was a very interesting scene, and I liked how um, mm-hmm. it kind of caught you off guard because you don't think that it's the the one guy either because you've kind of seen yeah. him through that in the entire movie, and I think it just mm-hmm. does a good job of like having you having that suspense in there to keep you guessing, mm-hmm. even when you think you know. It's like, uh-uh, <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you think you know who he is? Nope. I'm going to surprise you. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I just saw again, I'm, I'm on the internet a lot today for this episode. <laughs> um, Tay's our correspondent. Yep. Yes. Apparently, when this movie first came out, um, because of, you know, it all it, its themes about paranoia and survival under extreme conditions stuff, most people did not like this movie when it first came out. Oh, yeah. They were yeah, just not ready for that such experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people probably didn't like the way that it made you feel. They didn't like, uh, like the, yep. the overall, like, well, I'm, oh. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking well, about it. It's giving me mm-hmm. the creeps again. Yeah. <laughs> but Which, then it became a cult classic. So. Well, yeah. Like I said in my review, um, like this was like one of the first movies, like horror movies that I've watched like this year, past few years that have come out that have actually made me feel like genuinely kind of frightened during the thing. Um, besides from, I think, Don't Breathe. Like I didn't, f- I like I, I oh, felt like yeah, a good amount good. of like tension and anxiety in myself while watching the movie because I was so, inv- I was so interested in it. But there's not many horror movies. Like, most horror movies nowadays, mm-hmm. you know how they go. You know, it's a jump scare yeah. every jump three scares, seconds. Yeah. It's it's a bunch loud of CG and, yeah. and stuff like that. Loud noises, yep, when there doesn't need yeah. to be a loud noise. And, yeah, this this one is very, very effective. And I, I think that um, it's definitely one of my favorite horror movies now. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Kind of like a horror thriller, I guess I should say. Yeah. Which, really, that's... I think those are the best horror movies. Because, again, it's not just jump scare after jump scare and right. loud noises and whatnot. They're usually also more well thought out, have a better story. And... Mm-hmm. Well, I am Extra wondering how, how, how Tay, how you got through this, because um, I know that we, we know that you aren't a huge fan of this genre. Oh, I've seen this movie before. So, I mean, it was coming in. It wasn't quite as like there was things I was like, I don't remember. I didn't remember a lot of it. I don't. But then there was times I'm like, I'm pretty sure I remember this ending with everyone dead except for. Uh, the the one black guy, Childs and McCready, like staring off and just both dying of exposure, pretty much. I was like, that, I remember that's how it ends, which helped, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't this type. I don't know. This type of movie doesn't bother me. And like I said, it's never necessarily the horror movie. It's the it's when it's gory. Like uh, okay. when they were cutting their thumbs to put blood. I couldn't watch that. I was just like, oh, that, yeah. Adam, that was the worst part for you. That was the worst not the part doctor, for me. Not the doctor reaching in, no grabbing the guy's intestines. Nah, that's and the, the that's an iconic scene. Oh, come on. That's, like, that's iconic. That was a good scene, anyway. <laughs> uh, but no, like, because like they need blood, and it's like, okay, you have a scalpel, just poke him. You know, you can get blood that way. And he's just like, no, let's just slice off half of your thumb. And I'm just like, oh, what do you why? need a good bit of the blood to actually get? To... You can get a good bit of blood by with a poking with a scalpel. That's all I'm saying. You don't need no, to scalpel. Was how much of a cut though? <laughs> oh, are you sure about that? That was a pretty big cut. Gross Scalpels are, about it. So, are probably the sharpest tools that a doctor uses. I mean, Nick would know better than me. Yeah, they are. As, as, as Nick stays quiet. Anyway. How did how, Coco and, and Nick, how did this movie make you feel? Did it, did it give you a little bit of tension in, in yourself? or? 
Or were you, were you guys big, strong men who don't get scared? <laughs> I felt the tension in this movie, but I didn't really get scared that much. <laughs> Surprisingly, because I'm like I'm like I I watched some horror movies, some like some like I watch horror movies sometimes, and I still get kind of scared by them. But this movie is like eh, I don't know why, but I didn't get scared. <laughs> except for I mean, that, except for that um jump scare where the blood just attacks like jumps out and um, his hands get ch- chopped off that actually got me <laughs> but other than that nothing really <laughs> it was yeah. just uh suspense suspenseful for me i mean i like i'm with yummy i mean like any like loud noises is what scares me like um the last horror movie i watched besides boy burn if we <laughs> want to bring that up um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the visit like that movie I hated that movie because it was literally jump scare after jump scare after jump scare. Like, I don't need that. Like, why Why do we need that? But, no, this was fun because I wasn't expecting, like, any jump scares. And I knew, like, going through the movie, like, I mean, there was some parts, like, I was like, okay, maybe a jump scare could come here. Like, when they go down to the doctor's um, uh, tunnel to see where he, the ship that he's building. Mm-hmm. I, I expected a jump scare there, but... It didn't happen. To happen. Yeah. 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 So, suspense. Like, so the suspense and it, it's fun. Like those kind of yeah. movies do, but like where you know five minutes in the movie and you already have five jump scares, you're like, okay, I, I yeah. don't think I can do this. Like so that's how and, nowadays horror movies yeah, aren't I'm doing that they good. Really, they really need to learn from old movies that like you don't need a jump scare every, every two minutes or every minute. Like, yeah. if you hold off, like, maybe you're like, oh, I'm expecting one here, and there's not one there, that just starts building the tension, and the longer mm-hmm. you hold out on that, the more you will be affected by it. Yeah, that's why I think that The Lighthouse is, like, a new classic for horror, because it was a movie that felt, it was mysterious, it was thrilling, but it also had some comedy in it, and I think that's, like, the perfect combination for a current-day horror movie. It wasn't like jump scares and all that. It was it was more so like a, a psychological thriller more than anything, and that's why that's probably why I really like that movie. And kind of the same thing with this one, where it's it's just it, like Nick said, it's the suspense in this movie that really you know gets you. you like you feel that tension in your chest. It kind of it kind of feels like a little bit of anxiety while you're going through it. And uh, it was it was like I said, it kept me on the edge of my seat the entire movie. Like just one like hope, watching for the next scene. Like what's gonna happen? Don't know what's gonna happen. Because this is my this was my first time watching it, and I, uh, yeah, Taylor my first time watching it too. Yeah. yeah, me too. It's because you're babies, <laughs> I guess. Well, like I said, I've seen the 2011 one, but okay, and I haven't seen I mean, that you one. can't really compare the two because the 2011 one I think is a prequel to this movie. Um, but it, but like I said, it had like worse effects. It wasn't really scary. It was just kind of like, <laughs> bleh, you know, nothing really interesting yeah. going. Yeah. On. Is it does it like fall? Follow the the Norwegian team or something. You know, I remember them all speaking English, um, but I do remember them. Um, I think it did follow the Norwegian team, but they all spoke English for some reason. So, well, yeah, because you got as an English speaker, you got to understand them subtitles. Uh, I can't read subtitles. I am American, dumb, dumb. Exactly. <laughs> but it also makes you wonder because there was like no like suspenseful music either i mean does that play a role i mean like i don't think there was i mean i don't I watch this movie with my headphones on so i you know maybe missed a like uh yeah music, it had music in the part. beginning but i think the music toned out when it was in the movie or they just didn't play as loud or something well, well, I, so subtle. yeah i think there was music yeah. yeah i think it's just very subtle which is 
I think what you want in a movie like this is you want mm-hmm. subtle music. It just helps. Movies nowadays are like, oh, let's turn that up way over. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun. Way over like everything else. No. Why we need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, the subtle music worked so well for this movie because mm-hmm. it, it's more so you want the performances to outshine the, the music. In, and, in, and yes. You know, really in every movie it should kind of be that way i know there's some movies mm-hmm. that are like you know like like uh 1917 or whatever it was where it's like mm-hmm. the music's gotta be so loud that it deafens the audience because you know the <laughs> also the things that are happening in the movie are also loud but in mm-hmm. most movies you want the performances to outshine the music even though the music yeah. needs to be good you know it's it, you can't yeah. have like copy paste you know generic music mm-hmm. in the background because you want people mm-hmm. to still be entertained by every aspect of the movie but for a movie like this like you don't need like you know a 10 track score and uh you know mm-hmm. uh, you need the famous people coming in to to write and and mix the music you just need something subtle something that kind of sets the mood sets the tone of the movie yeah. and once things starts picking up then you kind of forget that there is music in it because you're more invested in the person who's <laughs> acting on the screen than hearing mm-hmm. you know the Wah! happen you know yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. well i mean uh, yeah, I'm going to mention something at the end. When the doctor even, like, silent kills um, the one dude. I mean, I'm horrible with names, but we all know what the scene where I'm talking about where yeah, yeah, the fingers and the fingers, cheeks. Yeah, that was, fingers that was go gross. into the cheeks. Yeah. That didn't even scare me. Like, the doctor popped out of nowhere, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, he's about to die. Like, that means... Well, we all if, figured that he would But, come. you know, like, movies nowadays, there would have been a loud, like, and then it's just like, boo, and it's just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we don't need any sound. Like, that scare... Like, well, I say scare is good enough. It's like, oh, he's here. <laughs> Speaking of that same part, I, I didn't like that they didn't show the cook's death. I, I feel like they kind of missed out on an opportunity for mm-hmm. something there. Maybe you didn't, yeah, like, maybe you don't need it, but I I did want I, I did want to see you know what happened to him, but obviously you know mm-hmm. he, he was taken by the thing, which I, I like seeing um Wilford Brimley's character like walk which across one was the Wilford screen. Brimley? He was the guy with the glasses who was locked in the shack who went crazy. Okay, I just didn't recognize him without his big walrus mustache. Yeah, I know that that's I was yeah. I was thinking the same thing when the movie started. Like, I didn't know he was in it until you mentioned it at the beginning of this podcast. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> he looked very different back then. But, like, seeing him walk across the screen with the guy's face connected to his hand, like, that freaked me out. Like, that was actually, that was like, cool. a really effective scene. Especially with the lighting mm-hmm. in the cave, because yeah. it was all flares and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> a really cool scene, but I'm surprised they didn't show, like, a little more of it. <laughs> yeah, I was I was expecting to see like because the guy the the chef had a freaking flamethrower on him, you know. Yeah, and it's, and it's not like he would have been like confused. Like it's not like the thing was already morphed with the other guy who he grabbed. Like they still would have been like trying to morph together as they explained in the mm-hmm. beginning. So it, and they yeah I don't know how uh, yeah I just I just want to know how he died. Like what happened? Yeah. To him? <laughs> Maybe he didn't die. Maybe That's... he got away. Well, well I mean, there's I think only well, one yeah. guy yeah. down there. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he died when they of started exposure blowing up the on. base. When they started blowing up the base, I think they blew him up, maybe? I don't know. Who knows? You could be right. Mm-hmm. He didn't die. Speaking yeah, no, of the exposure, prob- probably died. Uh, what'd you guys think of the science behind the uh, the cells and stuff like that that they explained at the beginning? Uh, I feel like they wouldn't have had that technology back then, but who am they I did. to say? <laughs> I believe they did. <laughs> but this actually was part of my notes because I feel like horror movies nowadays would have just kind of like 
glazed over uh, extended it and like oh. you know played it out like they the actress would have played dumb like oh i don't know how you do it and then this movie's just like oh yeah well you know the monster takes over your cells and this is how they do it and they show it on screen and then it's like oh here's the Here's the dog cell. Here's the human cell. Vice versa, and it well, just I works mean, together. Yeah, they I had. To, I mean, they. I think the reason. I mean, the main reason they did that was to get the point across. The that the main point of this movie isn't. I mean, there. Yes, there's a monster, but it's the paranoia. That is the main point. I think where they're just like, no, we want you to feel paranoid this whole movie. So we're going to explain <laughs> this as quick as possible, so you become paranoid. <laughs> well, yeah. I feel like uh, directors would have taken it, like extended it, and tried to like. Broaden mm-hmm. it out, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I was thinking. I was thinking the opposite, though. I, like, I think that most yep. movies now will gl- will glaze over the scientific mumbo jumbo just to oh, get back yeah, to the action. You know, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, how does this happen? Because <laughs> that's how yeah, yeah, movies really, are doing yeah, it. That's, that's actually a really good. Point. But I do <laughs> like your point, Nick. That they they um they didn't you know they didn't fumble around it. You know, they they got You're to right. the point and said this is this is exactly it. Yeah. You know, they, they weren't, like, guessing through the whole movie. You know, they kind of knew. Mm-hmm. They knew what was going on. Yeah. It wasn't the happening. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm glad you guys understood it and explained yeah. it better. I worked. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, in the... Go ahead. Sorry, um, and, well, we'll to a scene where, like, kind of not. But I'm glad, like, I'm, was there a suspicion the computer, like, not, like, computer, like, doing anything wrong, but computer having that much info based on one data test, I say. Yeah. <laughs> I thought like, that uh, he was like typing it into the computer as it went. Like he was full, he was making that video for like research. But I don't know if he was typing in or the computer was showing it because he looked like yeah. surprised by the video. Like he he looked up at the computer screen like looking at it. So I was thinking, it's like is he is the computer showing it or is he typing in or is like it's like interesting. Like setting up the scene was good. I'm just wondering, is like, what's going on in the scene? And we'll see now. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what I was saying. Yeah. It's uh, they. I felt like they wouldn't have had this technology back then. I mean, I guess they did because they provided it to us. But of like, you know, like sh- showing like graphic image of like how the cells manipulate each other. Well, I mean, fair. And... it was an eight bit image, not even eight bit. I don't think it was like two colors. <laughs> Mm, yeah. Yes, but I guess like the way it was just like talking to the okay, the yeah, doctor, the talk, I guess the talking thing know. was yeah, was a little. Mm-hmm. I agree it with you. Right. Eh, but... It wasn't. Yeah, and I don't think the computer would have been able to talk to them. But yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that? It wasn't. Isn't too big of a deal because it just it just said like the basic information we needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess instead of having you read it on the screen, they they were like, make sure you don't forget this. You know, they they mm-hmm. had, they had the computer talk to him. You know, yeah, yeah. makes sense for an audience member. It doesn't make too much sense in the context of the movie. Yes. But... <laughs> yeah, but exactly. I'm okay with that. I mean, yeah, yeah you I'm guys okay. Like, They're trying like to you make guys it... said, it got to the point and they mm-hmm. moved on, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, so this is the this is the base of what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, besides from the um, part where they're testing the blood, I think my favorite scene of the movie is when the doctor's trying to revive um, the big guy who <laughs> collapses. Oh. And yeah. I, I like when he, it took me by surprise again, you know, <laughs> where yeah. he, like he's going to shock him with the with the pads, and the the mouth just opens and eats his arms. I thought that was such an incredibly well done scene too, because yeah. like it flowed so nicely with the editing, and then also like it took you by surprise because you thought mm-hmm. something was gonna happen, but you didn't know that like. Yeah. 
that was you know happen. the dead body was going to do anything. <laughs> that was that was crazy. And then you know the you know with the with the uh, head coming off of the body, I thought that that was really mm-hmm. just so well done. Yeah. Now the one mm-hmm. thing that I kind of nitpick about it is like, why didn't the head just stay hidden and attack <laughs> right? after <laughs> everyone was like settled down? You know, like, mm-hmm. why did it, like mock them in the in the doorway before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I wondered that too. Uh, wow. but like, I'm sorry, but I was getting that I. I wish I could remember how I felt when I f- first saw that scene forever ago. Mm-hmm. But then I've also seen it like in, like, you know, movie clips and whatnot from just throughout my life of this. Like, that's like I think the iconic scene from this movie. Yeah, it's also it's a parody type time. thing. It's been, it's been parodied in things like Futurama and Family Guy and stuff like that too. Yeah, yeah. but it's still almost um, like well, I don't know. It was a real weird thing there, but it was cool to see. So this is where no, I kind of want to talk about like my expectate expectations towards the movie and what they did differently because I was expecting you know that head to be unnoticed and I was like oh that head is you know gonna lead to a whole new set of like scenarios like this and that and then I saw the head moving you know behind them I was like oh god here we go and then. I don't know if you guys noticed it, but the way they were all standing, they had the two guys in front with the flamethrower, then the guy in the back, who would have clearly saw the head, you know, go past them. But then he ends up turning around and being like, you know, son of a bitch, you know, that kind of stuff. And they killed it. I was like, oh, okay. You know, that made, that well, made me feel killed better. It, you know? I should say. But, uh, that might have been a clue, because the guy that was facing the door would have seen it. I think he was already infected at that point. He was already a thing. Mm. Yeah, that could have been the clue. This right, because it was the, the it was the weed guy, right? The guy who smoked weed. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Now, but he, he ends up turning around and saying, "You know, like son of a bitch, you know that and this and well, just a fool of people." I, you, yeah, I would guess. Yeah, maybe it's like say he's like, "Oh, it's cool." Oh, it's not just trying to maybe like trick you or something. Who knows? It. But then they say kill it, but it wasn't really killed. I should we should know. Well, I mean, the head was killed. Yeah, the head was killed, but the thing's not. <laughs> well, the thing, I guess the thing lives in us all, huh? Kind of like mm-hmm. the Walking Dead virus, the zombie virus. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's. Uh, Nick wanted to talk about the ending. I think now is a good enough time as any. Well, I want to bring something up before <laughs> they mentioned in the beginning. Um, they say that... I forget who was it. It wasn't the main doctor. I guess you could say like the sub doctor, like the nurse, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't know. He says that the the thing only attacks when they're by themselves. So why wouldn't they just pair up and stay together throughout the whole base? Well, they <laughs> I mean, need to trio I, up, right? Cuz yeah. if there's just one on one, somebody's well, going to get Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, trio up or you know, or just all stay together, you know? But right, there was yeah. many scenes throughout the movie where the guy was like, oh, hey, I'll be right back. And then the guy gets, you know, taken. And you're like, oh, well, why don't yeah. they just oh, stay with him or, you know, stick together? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people started as, like, doubles and trios. And then, like, something distracts them and they walk away. And then the other guy gets yeah. taken or, yeah. or he gets killed mm-hmm. himself. The, the one I don't understand is at the end when they go to go... Uh, get, to do, you know, do the blood test on the doctor who's been locked up in the shack by now he's gone they like, hey, child, stay here. And if he comes back alone, kill him. But it's like, yeah. what? See, why don't you just yeah, bring him? That's what bring I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yep, 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 and yep. <laughs> I was going to say, because there was only those three guys. Like, there was a total of four of them, including the doctor that was locked up. And well, it was like, five, oh, right? hey, Charles, stay yeah, here. And, well, oh, was there five? Yeah. Well, we count the doctor five, yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Who was the fourth one then? Oh, uh, yeah, Childs, the cook, the the original commander, McCready, and the doctor. Okay, so the guy who was sitting in the room with the flamethrower, and they're like, oh, yeah, wait here, and the two guys yeah, went off. Three guys like, went off. Yeah, three mm-hmm. of them. The, the trio was the three, three. The trio was a uh, um, long-haired man. Okay, let me describe them for you. Long-haired man, <laughs> cook, <guess> so. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. it, there was also the uh, the guy with the mustache, and he was older. He was the original base commander. They all three went to the shack, and Childs was the only one who stood who stayed behind. Okay, but still, so why 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 did he place. stay behind? Because you knew something was yeah. going to happen, and mm-hmm. sure enough, he did because he's he ran out of the building. And they're yeah. like, hey, why is he running out of the building? And then they just started blowing shit up. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I, mean, I guess you figure he has a flamethrower. He's told that, you know, if someone comes back solo, to just burn him. I guess they Maybe weren't really so. thinking. But, mm-hmm. you know, after testing the blood, they, they were pretty confident that no one was infected. But, you know, who knows what could happen, you know, between them yeah. now. So. Exactly. I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Ending. We can go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I just want to get that up. Theories for the ending, boys. Hmm. Uh, I think uh, the leader that took over after the crazy dude McCready? is the monster. Yeah, McCready. Because he was like, let's just wait here. And then there's that uh, spoiler, I guess you'd call it, well, I'm calling it, where they're like, the monster, or he even said it, the monster wants to you know, hibernate and wait until the next set of people find him. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, Oh, let's just wait here and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think he's the monster. I think he's not just because, well, I don't know. Because, I mean, he's being attacked by one of the things. Because, I mean, there could be multiple and they, they may not get along. I don't know. Um, but he's been attacked by a bunch of them. We've never seen him, al- like, alone since the blood test. So unless he found a way to fake the blood test, I don't think he is. Well, did they even blood test him, though? They yeah, did, they did. But we didn't see him yeah. cut his finger to get the blood, if I remember correctly. Because, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's I what think... I'm about to say. I don't remember him, like, doing the test at all. No, they did. He was the third one who took it. Um, But, like, I don't even see him get the blood of everybody. I think they, once they showed it twice, they're like, okay, you know how we're getting the blood from everybody. We don't yeah. need to keep right. showing this. Yeah, but... I guess it just wanted to... I, I don't just know. Just... It. <laughs> just... I don't know, something I picked up on within the movie is mm-hmm. he's like, hey, let's just rest here, see what happens, knowing that, like, the other dude's probably going to die of hypothermia, hyper, hypothermia. Well, there's and... not much they can do, though, because, you know, they're both going to die of hypothermia because they have, like, nothing to survive with, so. I mean, yeah, at that, based off of that, yeah, either one of them could be, but I don't know, since, like, McReady, or Mc. What is McCready. it? McCready? McCready. <laughs> McCready. <laughs> uh, did all the talking? I don't know. I, I feel like he was the monster. I mean, he was he was an enforcer, them, I should yeah. say. Like uh, one of them like, for sure was should a monster. Stay here. Yeah. yeah. He was the enforcer of we should stay here, and that kind of mm-hmm. made me think. Maybe. <clears throat> so here's the thing yeah. I was thinking of when the movie ended. Um they showed all those Molotovs that they had uh in the in the in the underground section. And for some reason, I I was thinking that uh, when he gave the bottle to Childs to drink out of, I was thinking that it was like kerosene or gasoline in there because they were making Molotovs. And maybe when he took the sip, that's why he started laughing because, you know, the monster doesn't know the difference between gasoline and, and 
vodka or whatever he was drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's what I was thinking. It kind of sounds silly now that I'm saying it, but no, I think that's <laughs> that was what I was thinking at the end there. I was thinking Childs is the you know was the monster because he took a mm-hmm. drink of a Molotov, you know, instead of you know because we didn't see because McCready didn't take a drink out of that bottle. We, mm-hmm. we they should they specifically uh, showed him just picking it up and giving it to him mm-hmm. without taking a drink, and he didn't take a drink afterwards either. Yeah, no, I think that I think that's a yeah, I'm being good. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. But do you think theory. they would have like extended on that? Like, you no, know, well, they want to keep you guessing. Like, you know, they don't. Yeah. yeah, but they never made a sequel unless it's in the 2011 one. Well, but I don't look, know. Look, Nick, you don't have to have a sequel. You can keep keep people guessing until the end of time. Yeah, you know? yeah look at it's, it's the it's there. the open endedness of this movie that keeps yeah. the conversation going. You know, I guess mm-hmm. so. Yeah, yeah. Like, they also like said they're going. planning another reboot. Oh yeah, the reboot was was a uh, yeah was not approved. I don't think by planning by another John reboot. Carver. Oh, are they? Well, fuck, they shouldn't do that. Yeah, I know. I'm like, don't do it. It was almost good enough, <laughs> and the reboot he did was awful. So, <laughs> all right, Coco, lay it on us. What do you think is uh, <laughs> what do you think about the ending? So I thought of this. Um, what I'm guessing is well, they kind of, but I think they tried to say that it's like it child because he got distracted by something he said like he saw something man got distracted and came back but it was just like it wasn't not i was thinking it could be both of them mm, yeah, i was yeah. thinking maybe both yeah. of them because i think he got attacked when we got, he got hit when he um left and went to check it out when check out something he heard and he got it when he was facing the um deem like the thing in its final form i should well final form i should say so maybe he got hit when he fell down it when he fell down because he pulled on him so but i think it's both of them (laughs) it could be both of them i thought about that one too yeah i think it goes unnoticed that the two survivors i think it was the two Mm -hmm. uh also had a like a attention in the middle Mm -hmm. of the movie you know i think it was charles that uh abandoned mcgritty when they went to go visit the his uh, McGrady's red uh, office, and no, he's like, "Oh, cut. we let the light on," and then all of a sudden, you know, Charles comes back, and he's like, "Oh, it's him, it's him," and then you yeah, at the end, and then I don't know. I just put those two together now, so I don't know. I mean, maybe it was, it was it could be cook. a completely different character. Yeah, it was the cook. It was the cook who went out with him. Okay, all right. Yeah, Child was um, still in the base. Well, they should have done it like that. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. You know, you don't know what's happening to these other people when they're off camera. You know, it's just yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the whole thing. Like, it keeps you guessing. You know. Yeah. And they did skip. I want to say they did skip like a big chunk of like movie right there with them going to visit the office with the light on. Yeah. I thought that was going to be like a whole nother scene. I don't know. Yeah, I did too. Maybe just like to see what's happening on um, the other people, but I was like saying they could have shown that, showed what was going on over there, but or just to keep us guessing, I guess. All right. Hmm. All right. Anyone else have any uh, topics they want to talk about before we uh, nope. get to our final thoughts and rating? I'm good. No, I'm good. good. All right. Um, since our guest couldn't join us, I guess I'll just go first. Uh, the Thing from 1982. Um, like I said, this is a horror movie, thriller movie that uh, immediately rose to the top of my 
favorites list, um, especially looking at other movies that have come out recently or in the past few years in the same genre. It just it's so much more effective than like almost anything else that I've seen recently. Um, I even though I got confused by what was CG and what was other things, <laughs> uh, I think that the practical effects were really really well done. Of course, you can nitpick things, but I'm not going to because I don't think it hampered the movie experience at all. Um, acting was all superb. Uh, I liked the pace of the movie. Uh, everything kind of was happening at a strong pace, and it never really died down. It kept me invested and interested throughout the entire thing, which is something that uh, doesn't happen a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, it also more probably, you know, established the threat very early on and that's pretty important to me is like we need to know like how dangerous this thing is and it started off mm-hmm. with you know with the helicopter chasing after the dog even though i thought that was a little bit of a long scene i th- I, it, I don't think it hampers the experience at all like i said before so all around i think it's a very enjoyable movie um it's it's there's a reason why it's a classic uh, and i'm gonna give it a five out of five. Ooh, awesome all right i'll go next um I, I do find it uh, very enjoyable. I do want to put that out there first. But I thought the scene until the dog goes into the cage, I thought it was kind of boring and, like, drawn out. Like Yemi said, um, you know, the helicopter scene was a little long. I feel like they could have done that in, like, one or two takes. But it was, like, four or five. Um, uh, I mean, I get it, though. Like, it was a suspense of, like, the dog is up to something. But once the dog, you know, once you real found out the dog was the monster, it took off running from there. So from from that point on, I really found the movie enjoyable. Like I didn't know who was infected, who was the monster. You know, even hearing me throughout the you know the podcast, you know, I was like, oh, why wasn't this and why wasn't that? And then you guys come in, you know, with new details, and you're like, oh, because of that. And I'm just like, okay, I missed up on that thing. And that that. That kind of stuff makes me, like, enjoy the movie and, like, makes me kind of want to go back again and watch it and be like, okay, so Tay said this part, so I want to see his <laughs> point of view, or Yemi said this part, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. I do find those kind of movies enjoyable. And it wasn't, like, a jump scare, you know? Like, I expected, you know, like, you know, the guy to be standing there and all of a sudden uh, alien head comes, you know, eating this guy, you know? But that's just my movie, you know, movies I'm used to nowadays. So mm-hmm. I found, I wouldn't say horror, I'd say thriller and suspense, and I really did enjoy it. I'll give it a four and a half out of five. All right, I'll go. Um, I, I'll, I agree with both everything you guys are saying. Um, I agree. The I think the dog and the helicopter thing went on a little little long. Um, but overall, yeah, it was, I, you know, it's great. The practical effects are great. Um, the story is great. The acting is great. The cinematography is great. Uh, it's it is definitely a type of it's like it's for me. It's a movie that like I only need to see once every few years because I feel like every few years I kind of forget. Like wait, well, how did it go? And then it is a little more of a surprise, and so I can enjoy it a little more. Uh, so overall, I'd give it yeah four out of five as well. Okay. Or four point five out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, so good. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. I I never seen it, so I was excited. I um, and I knew like I always 
Oh, I heard it was good reviews from what I've seen. Um, yeah, I agree with you guys saying the first scene was a little long, and I'm like, this guy has an awful shot. I guess he's in a helicopter, <laughs> yeah. but this guy has an awful shot. <laughs> um, yeah, but overall, acting was great. Like, filming, and for, especially for a 1982 movie, this movie was really well filmed. The visual effects were great, especially, well, say especially in that time again. Um, so, overall, I'll say I'll give it a 5 out of 5. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I need to get out of my head is, like, I'm like, comparing it to movies nowadays <laughs> compared to a 1982 movie. And yeah. So, it's just like, I need to get that out of my head. And, yeah. Like I said, I need to watch it again, and then no, go I could watch it that. again. Yeah, I, if I owned it, I would. But yeah, I don't, I don't own, own it. it so <laughs> I got it on Blu-ray because I knew um, I knew going into it that I probably want to watch it again eventually. Um, yeah, because it's interesting to go back through a movie like this because after like the who you know, it's kind of like a who done it movie where it's like after you mm-hmm. kind of know what's going on and who's who and what's what. It's interesting to go back and kind of like see like the subtle details that they've mm-hmm. left behind. That you, you can notice. change your theories too, right? For the yeah. end of the movie, so you're telling us that you're watching Clue again? <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> Clue is a great movie. I would like, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a good movie. We've already talked about mm-hmm. it, but uh, yeah. that's not one that I'm going back to. The movie that I did go back to recently was Knives Out. I went back uh, and ah. skimmed through that one. Yeah, I want to watch that one again too. Yeah, I was just thinking was about movie. it. When you said a whodunit movie, watch again. I was like, I should go back and watch Knives Out. Yeah. <laughs> that one's a little bit easier to see the subtle details um, than like mm-hmm. this movie or something like that. But yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So sounds Very like good. we're all kind of on the same page here. Uh, yeah. Still good no recommendation. Still no um, all of us giving the same score. But hey, maybe next time. You know, we're getting closer. <laughs> we're getting yeah, we're getting pretty close. <laughs> so. Um, like I said, that one was uh, was requ- was uh, requested by one of our listeners. Uh, if you want to join Gaia Legend and be maybe one of the people who gets their movie recommended to us in the fan vote, uh, just uh, either comment on the latest episode of Film Freaks with a Z or send us an email at ff.filmfreakswithaz at gmail.com. I'll probably say it again at the end of the podcast as well. So, I have a recommendation, which... We all already know about because I, I I made sure to mention it earlier because it is a harder movie to find, um, but the movie is called Old Boy and it's from two thousand and three. It was directed by Park Chan Wook, and the description of the movie is: with no clue how he came to be imprisoned, drugged, and tortured for fifteen years, a desperate businessman seeks revenge on his captors. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher all these names, so just bear with me. Uh, but we have Choi Min Sik. U G Tay, Tay, yes. Tay's in the movie. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to tell you guys. <laughs> uh, Kang Hai Jung, Kim Byuk Oak, uh, Oh Dal Su, Lee Sung Shin, and Yu Jin So, to name a few. Um, I was recommended this movie a while ago, um, and I bought. I I I I didn't watch it. I forgot to watch it. And then a YouTuber that I really, really enjoy did a full review on it, comparing it to the new Old Boy, which I have not seen either. I, so I'm waiting on watching that video until after we watch this. Um, so I'm, I'm really interested to uh, watch it. It looks, I mean, it has like a pretty interesting premise. I mean, freaking guy's been in prison for 15 years. Like, God, that sounds awful. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, where can you find it? Like I said, it is, it is a little bit harder to find. I have it myself on Blu-ray, but you can find it on Blu-ray DVD. Uh, it says Amazon US, but I'm not sure if it's with a subscription service. Um, also, something called Subs. I think Amazon Subs. Uh, then there's also... Yeah, there's like nothing here. It's it's either mm-hmm. subs or Amazon with sub subscription. <laughs> Amazon with Shutter subscription. That's where it is. Yeah, yeah. I saw a Shutter at it. So uh, yeah, um, are you guys excited to <laughs> dive into this mystery movie? Um, so as I was going to say, uh, I forgot to mention this. Um, make sure you watch the 2003 movie, okay? And make sure you watch it with subtitles. Uh, because y'all know dubs are shit. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yeah, um, we'll be interesting to watch this one, and uh, we'll talk about it in uh, two weeks, huh? Mm-hmm. That good. Yes, sir. All never right. seen it, so I'm excited. Yeah, never seen it either. Never even heard of it. I, so. think, I, I think I picked <laughs> a movie that no one has seen. Yeah, I'm <laughs> saying I've heard it, but never seen. Yeah, there we go. So this gonna be an exciting one. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else you guys want to mention before we skedaddle? Nope. 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 Alright, well, once again, thank you for listening to this episode of Film Freaks with a Z. Like I said, if you want to join the ranks of the select few who have uh, um, requested movies for the podcast and won the fan vote, uh, you can submit your movie request at uh, by either um, commenting on the last episode or sending us an email, like I said, ff.filmfreaks.com. Uh, at gmail.com. I am Yemi the Ferret, and I've been here with... Grady Waffle. Damation. Coco Gamer. And we are Film Freaks with a Z. Thanks for listening. Uh, goodbye. Bye. See you. See you.